Good morning. Welcome once again, my friends, to the Christian Walk Podcast. This is yours truly, Brother Craig Sims. And today's lesson, uh, I want to talk about something we really need to understand, and that's criticism. You know, so I entitled this lesson, The Value of Criticism. There is great value in criticism. We must learn how not to reject all criticism because there are two types of criticism. Number one, there's positive criticism. Number two, there's negative criticism. We must know the difference and know when, what, and how to receive <clears throat> excuse me, criticism. So number one, there's negative criticism. It seeks to point out flaws, weaknesses, and mistakes, etc., with the intent of tearing a person down. Even negative criticism, if uh we really examine it can benefit us but we're not really focusing too much on negative criticism what we're actually focusing on is positive criticism so positive criticism also points out flaws weaknesses and mistakes etc but the intent and that's the key thing the intent the intent is on correcting and improving for a person's betterment so positive criticism is necessary in our lives and we must learn how to receive criticism so with that being said we're going into the word and we're coming from proverbs 27 and 6 it says faithful are the wounds of a friend but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful now it says faithful now what that means that means constant it means consistent are the wounds of a friend that word wound me it means to hurt it means to injure it means to hurt the feelings of now a friend now a true friend will hurt our feelings often why well because they love us enough to tell us the truth and we all know as the old saying go the truth what the truth hurts in other words they point out things in our lives that we need to correct they point out things in our lives that uh we can use improvement upon amen so that's why it says that then it says the but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful now a kiss is a sign of affection you know like a hug it, it's a sign of affection sometimes we have people in our lives who outwardly display love and affection but inwardly they are our enemy and are against us and are opposed to our success in every area so Here's the thing. We mustn't allow what we see outwardly to deceive us as it relates to people. Sometimes a friend can look like an enemy and an enemy can look like a friend. Ecclesiastes 12, 11, that part A right there we're going to focus in on. It says the words of the wise are as golds. Now what is a gold? A gold is a pointed instrument used to urge on a beast. It means to prick. To drive with the gold, hence to urge forward. You know, it's a sharp object that shepherds would use to to get cattle to move. Amen. To help uh, get them moving in the right direction. So it says the words of the wise. So words from someone who is wise are oftentimes unpleasant to hear. It is necessary to get us moving in the right direction and god will place such people in our lives to help us you know a perfect example of what i'm trying to say will be uh moses and his father-in-law jethro okay this is going to convey the picture i'm trying to uh present exodus 18 and 13 
It says, And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening. So it says Moses said to judge the people. So it was Moses' job to settle disputes and resolve issues among the people according to God's law. And it says the people stood by Moses from the morning until the evening. So we see that this was a long, drawn-out process. And it took up a lot of time, a lot of Moses' time, a lot of, of the people's time. And verse 14 says, And when Moses' father-in-law Jethro saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thyself alone and all the people stand by thee from morning unto even. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another. And I do make them to know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, Here it is right here. The thing that thou doest is not good. See, there it is right there, criticism. Uh, Jethro criticized Moses' method. So we see firstly here that Jethro loved Moses enough to tell him the truth. So he saw what Moses was doing and he criticized him. Amen. But in a positive way. It says here, secondly, he was courageous enough to tell him the truth. You, you know, it takes a certain amount of courage to tell people something you already know is going to be somewhat unpleasant to them, you know, but, you know, a true friend, amen, a true friend, and people who have our best interests at heart would do so. It says, verse 18, he said, Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. So we see here that Jethro criticized Moses out of concern for him and concern for the people. Verse 19 says, Hearken now unto my voice, I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to Godward, that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws, and shall show them the way when they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people, able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. So what Jethro basically did, he said, listen, teach the people the laws. And then after you teach the people the laws, then you take out of those people, people who have integrity. Amen. And he said, look what he says in verse 22. And he says, and let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee. But every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself that they shall bear the burden with thee. So basically, uh, Jethro taught Moses how to streamline his operation. You know, he said, listen, let the, the small matters, let the people judge that. And the great matters you judge. So as, as we see here that this must have taken a great amount of burden off of Moses' shoulder. Verse 23 it says, If thou shalt do this thing and God command thee so, then thou, thou shalt be able to endure. 
and all these people shall also go to their place in peace. So Jethro pointed out the problem, but also provided a solution to the problem. So positive criticism, get this, when we receive, when received, will result in our improvement. You know, it's one thing just to point out something that's wrong in a person's life. We must also provide a solution to the problem. And that is a learning, a teaching moment for us. Amen. Verse 24 says, so Moses hearkened. In other words, he listened to the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he had said. So the thing about it, it showed here that number one, that Moses was humble. Amen. Even though he was a great leader, God called him to leave three million people out of Egypt. Amen. He still was humble. You know, the Bible actually says that Moses was the meekest man upon the face of the earth. And secondly, it shows that he was teachable. You know, in spite of his great calling and who he was, Moses yet had a teachable spirit. So we have to remain teachable. So the question is this. What do we learn from this story? Okay, even great leaders, number one, even great leaders don't do everything right and can use some positive criticism or some critiquing at times. Amen. Number two, no matter how high of a position we may hold, we must remain humble and teachable. Amen. Number three, God strategically places people in our lives to help us. And we must learn to be open to their critiquing of us for our own betterment. You know, it's always a good thing to have people around us who are willing to tell us the truth and who are willing to tell us what we need to hear, not just what we want to hear. Amen. A lot of times we see leaders surrounded of people who are famous, surrounded by people who are going to tell them what they want to hear. But God places people around us to tell us what we need to hear. A perfect example of that, another example, should I say, will be that of David the king and Nathan the prophet. You know, Nathan was there and God would use Nathan to speak to David and tell him what he needed to hear. You know, we don't need yes people around us all the time. We need people who care enough about us to tell us the truth when we need to hear it. Amen. Now, I'm going to end with a personal story just to uh, nail home my point. There was a time yeah, where me and my young son, my youngest son, his name is Terrence, you know, we was putting a floor down. Now, I had put floors down before, but I learned from someone who taught me how to do it, you know, and but I never read the instructions. <laughs> but my young son, who never put a floor down in his life, Amen. He took the time out to read the instructions, you know, and I just was going off of what I was told. And lo and behold, he said, Dad, you're putting the floor down wrong. Now, I had done it several times. He had never put a floor down. And I said, what you mean I'm doing it wrong? He said, you're supposed to put this piece in, in like that, you know, and me being... You know, I would say I was humble enough. Uh, I didn't just dismiss what he was saying. I just listened to him. Amen. And sure enough, I found out I was putting the floor down wrong. Why? Because I never had read the instructions for myself. I was going off of what someone else had taught me. And I was wasting a lot of material 
because I never had read the instructions. And here my son who never put a floor down was able to teach me something. Amen. And I learned a valuable lesson in life from that, that we must always remain teachable. And you never know who God is going to use. Amen. To teach you something. Amen. So with that being said, listen, I hope you enjoyed this uh, short lesson today. Hey, be blessed out there. Be praying for me. And I'll be praying for everyone out there. Be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.